I cannot believe it's been almost two weeks since my last update. For someone who has a lot of things to say, I am not keeping up with my podcast. So the first thing is to talk about the sensory deprivation floating that Adam and I experienced about a week ago now. It was an interesting experience, and at first I thought I would never do it again, but in all fairness, they say your second float is way better than your first float. But here's my experience with it. So you go into this room, and it's it's all motion-censored, so it, of course once you get in the tank and you shut the door, it gets completely dark in there. You're supposed to shower before you get in the tank, and then you have the option for light and music, and then of course to keep the tank open or shut it. It's big enough to where you can sit, you know, with your arms horizontal and your feet straight forward and you don't touch any walls. But I was able to shut the door. I kept the light on. I didn't have any music playing. I had the earplugs in and my body just shut down for 45 minutes. And and nobody in the right mind actually ever has that kind of experience because you're either sleeping on a bed, so you're touching something, you have music on, you're watching TV, you're on your cell phone. And someone asked me, what's the difference between that and taking a bath in Epsom salt? I'm like, oh, everything. <laughs> I mean, I watch my phone or a movie or listen to music while I'm in the bath. You know, so we always have some kind of sensory operating at all times. This, for the first time, allows your body to completely shut down because you're not using it to lay on anything. You're not using muscles. You're not looking at anything, listening to anything, processing anything. You are just floating. So I actually think it's the best way to completely shut your body down and focus more on the rest and digest versus versus the fight or flight, which is what my body has been in probably for the past seven to eight months straight. After that, though, the 45-minute mark, not only did I have to pee, but my hunger kicked in like a crazy person, and I almost could not get enough food from that day onward. So in a way, it kind of reset my metabolism, and so I think for me, it was just giving my body that rest cycle that it has not had for quite some time. So I would definitely recommend it for the experience. Um, It's probably way better than yoga and meditation because again all your sensory operations are just shut down completely I had to take a little break since my daughter who has been sleeping since seven o'clock decided to get up and she was done resting for the rest of the night so I just had to put her back down with her little bink and she's three and I guess it's time to get rid of that thing Anyway, another topic that has been coming up kind of consistently is, again, vulnerability. And I just hate it. I hate being vulnerable. And who really does? You putting yourself on the line, putting your heart on your sleeve really sets you up to potentially get hurt again. I know that's a negative and pessimistic approach and thought process. And it's been reminded to me, Adam has said a couple of times recently, He's like, you know, it seems like every time you share something, you're waiting for some kind of negative reaction or judgment or something. And it's true because in the past, if I shared an emotion or a feeling of something or how something negatively impacted me, things often got turned around as my fault or I'm looking at it wrong or I'm too sensitive or, you know, all those other things that can come with sharing emotion. So I find myself still putting that wall up because at the end of the day, I don't want to get hurt again, 
right? Who wants to be vulnerable and be put in that position where you share an emotion and people easily can turn it back on you and say, oh, it's because you're too sensitive or you're thinking too much about it or you don't realize how your actions are making me feel, flipping it now to where they're the ones affected by your feelings. So it is interesting how as I'm going through some different situations and you know new experiences with my new guy, how I'm reacting because I just don't want to be vulnerable. I'm almost more really well equipped for the negative reactions. I'm more prepared for someone to turn around and be like, this is how your feelings are affecting me. When at the end of the day, it doesn't effing matter what you feel. These are my feelings and I'm owning them. I'm not perfect. And I remember even saying a couple times, I know I'm saying certain things out of emotion or I know I'm probably overreacting, but these actions make me feel like, and then I finish the sentence. It's just really interesting as you go through different relationships in your life, how you just become a little bit more guarded, both with friendships and new relationships. 